0: This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. All right, man, I'm back again. You already know. So on this show, episode nine of the GOAT Level Podcast, I'm going to do, I'm going to talk about the Nationals, the Christmas NBA game, T.O. Saga, Browns Giants, Bill Snyder, and the Plus Size Divas. Hey, that's all in my mind. Let's let's do it, man. Uh the Nationals. I'm a, I'm a season ticket holder, right? Well, partial. I'm a partial season ticket holder, so I get like 21 games. I don't know how many times I said this, but yeah, I get 21 games, and the Braves game was part of it. I go last night, and the Nationals lose. I don't know who was pitching. I forgot his name already. It don't even matter. We lost 8-3 because this this guy gives up like three or four home runs. He gives up a three-run homer to uh, Cutchbird, right, or whoever the guy from the Braves is. He like a shortstop third baseman. I was expecting Dansby Swanson. He didn't play. So this guy plays. He hit a home run on us last time, and then he got us this time. And I'm like, bro, are we going to stop this guy or not? Like, this is blowing me. This is really blowing me. So, Nationals took another loss. They've had a little four game series with the Braves. One was a makeup. The game, a game I didn't go to. I didn't have tickets. Who cares? Uh, but I'm glad they got a split. The Nationals won the two one o'clock games and the Braves won. The two night game. Hey, that, that was dope. I'll take that. I'll take a split, man. This late in the season. As long as we didn't get swept by the Braves. Now, if we got swept by the Braves and just canceled Christmas because it would have been over. That's a fact. Now, they are five and a half back of the Phillies. So, maybe the split thing maybe wasn't that big of a deal because we're still at the same place. But I think we're closer in the wild card. I'll just take that. I'll just take that. I'm just going to have to. And we're on to the next one. Whoever the freak we got next, man, I don't even care. Need to win most of these games anyway, so it's whatever. So let's get this Christmas schedule. It came out already. They must just put it out just for, I don't know, reaction, just for fan reaction and stuff. And I'm looking at it, it's like, got Bucks-Knicks, Thunder Rockets, Sixers-Celtics, Lakers-Warriors, Blazers-Jazz. The minute I saw Lakers-Warriors, I was like, so why they keep putting LeBron versus the Warriors? It's going to be the same result. They're just going to lose to the Warriors again. They're going to get blown out. The games at Oracle too. what were they thinking? They're going to get killed. They're going to get killed. LeBron's probably going to have a triple-double, but the Warriors are going to show out, especially if they're healthy. If they're healthy, they're going to show out. They're going to blow them out, and I'm just going to be like, y'all shouldn't have did this. You should've put the Warriors against the Rockets. Now, that's what we all want to see. Or the Warriors Thunder. Warriors Thunder is always exciting, especially on Christmas. Come on, son. What are y'all doing? We don't want to see LeBron versus the Warriors, huh? Because it's such a lopsided rivalry. It's so lopsided, it's a joke. Real talk. I mean, I would've took Warriors, Rockets, lakers celtics but you know i guess the celtics second best opponent the sixers i guess that's fine that's going to be the eastern conference Finals, so i'm interested in seeing that I think bucks Knicks. bucks are going to win it might be close but it don't matter i get to see Giannis on a big stage that's going to be fun uh but i think the bucks will take that barring any injuries and stuff they should thunder rockets the rockets are a better team I'll find a way to win. You got Melo going against the Thunder after he was just playing with them. I think he got it. I think he's going to be, he's going to come to play. And I got the Rockets winning that one. I want the Thunder to win. I want Westbrook to be Westbrook. I want him to go ham. But I just, I think the Rockets are just too much. They're going to be too much at home. James Harden is just going to cook. Uh, Sixers, Celtics. Mm, that's a tough one. Um, I'm, I'm going to go Celtics. I'm going to go Celtics. Especially if they got Kyrie and, and Hayward. It's going to be too much. Embiid and Simmons going to do their thing. But I don't think their supporting cast is going to rise to the occasion. And I, I got the Celtics winning. Lakers-Warriors, I'm not not going over that again, man. That's, it's a blowout. The Warriors will win by at least 20. I don't even know why I'm talking about this. And then you got the nightcap, which is the Blazers-Jazz. And I'm like, okay, that's an underrated game. Because when I saw that on the schedule, I was like, oh, here we go. Another late West Coast game that no one's on the East Coast is going to watch. No one in D.C. or New York. No one on the uh, in the South. that No one's going to watch that. But then I'm like, that's not bad, actually. You got Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and that team against Dame and McCollum. That's going to be a real good one. And to be honest, remember they played that game at the end of the season where they had – To break the tie to get in the playoffs. Well, well, they were both in the playoffs, but it was for seeding. And they had a a nice game there. And they just always competitive. The Blazers and Jazz, they're always competitive. It's always going to be some good basketball. But at the end of the day, Jazz at home. I guess I'm picking the home team again, huh? So, I got the home team winning 4 out of 5. I would love the Thunder to win, but I, I can't see it. I can't see it at all. Hey, man, it's actually a decent slate, minus the Lakers and Warriors, because these are all playoff matchups that could possibly happen. Like, Bucks and Knicks could definitely happen in that Eastern Conference. Yeah, that that could happen. Thunder Rockets could happen again. Sixers-Celtics going to be the Eastern Conference Finals. You got Blazers-Jazz that could easily be a 4-5 matchup in the Western Conference. So I'm like, I like that. I'll take it. I'm gonna watch basketball on Christmas no matter who plays. And I'm probably gonna watch LeBron against the Warriors, most likely, even though I said I won't. I'm fake, but I I just gotta do it. It's Christmas, man. Christmas and basketball go hand in hand. It's not about the presents, it's about the basketball. Remember I said that. Quote that. Anyway, that is T.O. Hall of Fame soccer. Now I gotta go back and watch the speech. This whole thing, man, it's just T.O. being T.O. It's branding. Like, seriously. Like, this is who T.O. is. He brings some drama. That's just who he is. He's just a dramatic guy. He brings extra drama that don't need to be there. However, man, he should have been in the hall last year. He was the first bout. I mean, I wrote down his stats, I got it right here. I mean, 1,078 receptions. Fifteen thousand nine hundred thirty-four yards, hundred fifty-three TDs, eighth in receptions, second in yards, third in TDs. Those, that's him killing it. He's the second best receiver all time. This is a game. Like why they take so long to put him in the hall? Should have been in there last year. So this is kind of the Hall of Fame voters' fault. Because they kept him out for a silly reason last year. And then they let T.O. give a reason to be T.O. And, you know, it just came back on the writer. It just sucks because it kind of took away from the other Hall of Famers. Like Brian Dawkins and Randy Moss. They had great careers, but we can't stop talking about T.O. So it kind of took away from them. So I kind of felt bad for them. But this is all the voters' fault. The voters aren't perfect. They're just not. This is all their fault. T.O. should have been in there last year. They would have avoided all of this. They just voted him in there last year and gave, or at least gave legitimate reasons why they didn't put him in last year. This is all their fault. So, well, not all their fault. T.O. has some of the blame, but it's mostly the right. I kind of, it's just that I wish T.O. toned it down just a little bit. Just a little. Because at the end of the day, it's not all about him. I know it's hard for him to grasp, but it's not all about him. But it's just, this whole situation just could have been avoided. He was in there last year. So this is what happens. This is what you get. Thank you very much, Hall of Fame writers, voters, whatever, whoever's voting. It's you all fault. Anyway, for the most part. Oh, and T. is also trying out for the CFL. I don't know what type of shape he's in. I trust that he's been in shape, that he's been catching passes, that he's been doing what he needs to do. I trust that. I trust him that he did that. So because of that, I think he'll do fine in CFL if he gets a chance. If he gets a chance. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I just applaud him for just never giving up on his dreams, man. Like, he really, like, he just ran a 4-3. Like, he, he doing something. I, I want to see what he does. I'll definitely watch if he ends up in the CFL. It'd be funny if he's in the ends up on the same team as Johnny Manziel. That'd be so funny. That'd be such a circus, bro. They still wouldn't win any games. It'd be fun to watch for sure. Now, Browns Giants. Browns Giants. Now, I didn't really get to watch that. I'm going to go back and watch it when I come back from L.A. But from what I saw, that first play, Saquon Barkley, he made the Browns look so dumb. He juked the safety in the corner, and he was gone. I knew once he got past that safety, it was a wrap. That's how big runs happen. You get past the safety, who's the last line of defense, and you break you gone. He was fun to watch that one play. I heard Baker threw a touchdown. I just got to go back and watch all of this, man. It, It's just too exciting to pass up. I can't believe I was out doing other things and not watching that game. But that's why I got NFL Network, and that's why I got DVR, so I can go back and watch all that. Now, um, Bill Snyder just got a five-year extension. He's 78. He's been the coach at Kansas State for how long? I don't know how long, like forever. Man, it's just I got a lot of respect for Bill Snyder. I think he already got a statue and a street name after him. That's just not enough. Y'all need to name the town after him. Y'all need to name some buildings after him. Y'all need to make him the mayor. All that stuff. So he is just a legend. Like, Bill Snyder is a legend. He is Manhattan Kansas. He is Kansas State. Wow. Like, he's just a legend. But you're still not going to beat the Sooners, So No way. No way. Well, good luck. I know he's going to have something up his sleeve. I'm ready, though. We're going to be ready for sure. Ah, well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, now yesterday I watched the Plus Size Diva for, what is this, the ninth, tenth week in a row? I've watched every week. They always have great guests. I like what they're doing. I like the message that they're spreading. They're going to constantly remind you every day that their bodies are great. Their bodies are amazing. Yours is too. And they're not. They're going to keep reminding you over and over again. And that's good, you know what I'm saying? Because you need that. Even I've had some body, I guess, acceptance issues. Hence the reason why I don't like going to the beach. I don't like going to the pool. I don't like taking shirtless, shirtless pics. I have those type of like insecurities too. So I kind of can relate to that. And I kind of never really thought about it until I started watching that show. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, this show was pretty cool. Yesterday they had this girl that runs Big Bottom Behavior. That's her brand. She kind of like me just starting a brand. Got a Shopify store. Got a specific niche. And she's going with it. And unlike me though, she's actually thriving. I will say this though. She started a few years ago and she got backed by like Ashley Graham and other plus size people. See me, I don't have any celebrities backing me, man. But that's not the point, man. The, the plus size Diva show yesterday was cool. Um, they started off talking about Beyonce, how she could do more for the plus size and body acceptance community. Yeah, I feel you. Like, she should have put more, I guess, natural pics of her at the pregnancy because that's realistic and people can relate to that. And yeah, you know, I felt that. Like, real talk. I really did. And then, I guess back to the big bottom behavior girl. I like her story because she was working at Starbucks for ten years, and then she got up with Ashley Graham, and she started saving money. And then she just went for it. She said, "No, nah, I'm. I know my purpose now. I'm going for it. I love it. I just love it. It's, it was. It was amazing. And she just." Decided to make athletic apparel for big girls like her and her sister. That's pretty cool. Like, she had a, a, a focus, a cause, and she's going hard after it. See, I need to take from her and use that in my brand. But see, I'm just figuring it out. I'm just starting out. You know, she's had time. She has resources. I'm still feeling like figuring things out. This is pretty cool to hear what she had to say, and she's not just a pretty face and a big booty. You know, she actually is legit, and she had some epic pool party with a bunch of plus size body acceptance models. Like, I apparently the pool party was lit, and she's gonna have it again next year. And she's looking for sponsors, and I'm like, hmm, I might have to hop on that. We'll see. I am going to LA next year. Again, this time is gonna be in September, which will probably be after the pool party. But I can still sponsor, I can still donate, I can still support the cause. You know, speaking of cause, uh Linda Hall, what she does for special needs kids, she has one of her own. What she does is pretty cool. Should follow her on Instagram and Twitter. What she does is very cool. So I just I just love it. And I just wish her the best with all that she's doing. I need to donate to that, too. So it's all cool, man. Plus, Size D is doing a good job. They bring a bunch of amazing guests. I just love it. I know it's a sports podcast, but I had to show love, you know. Anyway, man, I'm out. Another show. Another one. I'm DJ Kali. Nah, I'm Van Pute, man. I'm out. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Goat Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.